What is going on, spectators? Welcome back to another episode. It is episode 139, and it is May 30th. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. My name is Julian. I'm here with Nico. He's replacing Brooke this week. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, Ju? How you doing, my man? I'm glad to be a co-pilot in the ship here, man. Memorial Day weekend. We got work tonight, but we got a lot of sports today. A no, lot of sports lot. to talk about. We got a lot to yeah. talk about today. And uh, for everybody yeah. at the beach, shout out. Wish it was you. Well, like Nico said, yeah. we got to work tonight. So we'll, we'll be on the front lines uh, yeah. as you guys are enjoying <laughs> your holiday. And uh, we'll be we'll be watching some sports while we're there, too. And it's a good weekend. It was a great weekend. We got the NBA Finals matchup is ripe and ready. We have two of the biggest teams in the history of the NBA facing off in the finals. Boston Celtics and the Warriors. You had a little, a little something. Not gambling advice. If Nico ever tells you something, it's not advice. It's just what <laughs> he's doing. Not advice. It's just, just what he's just, doing. Just, uh, just giving you, you know, my my two cents. You know what I mean? So two yeah. cents. Some people don't 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 care for my two cents. Some people might. But yeah, no, I was sweating yesterday on that Boston. I took uh, the under in that and uh, under one ninety eight to be exact, and one ninety six was the final outcome. Thank Ooh. God to Jimmy 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 buckets not coming clutch, man, and. You know, just to kind of get right into it, man. But like Jimmy, Jimmy was getting a lot of heat. I've been seeing uh, about his shot, and and I don't, I don't really like the 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 disrespect or the slander the on disrespect, Jimmy. The disrespect. I, it, listen, the shot wasn't the greatest shot, but who are you giving the ball to? Jimmy Butler's been your guy like the whole series. He's been your guy the coming in. Yeah, the whole playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Playoffs. And, and and especially in this Boston series, when you're dealing with the injuries, no hero, right? In some of these games, Jimmy Butler himself was dealing with injuries, nope. but still strapping up and giving strapping you 45 up. point games, giving <laughs> you 30 plus point games. He's putting the team on his back, Greg Jennings. You know what I'm saying, style. Yeah. And so for people to give him a lot of slander on that shot, I I'm happy he took that shot. It wasn't the greatest shot. Um, but I, I'm not trusting anybody else on that team with the ball in that situation, in my opinion. No, and, and I think a lot of the flack he was getting is that <laughs> I, saw, I saw a lot of stuff about it, too. And people were like, Jimmy's pulling up from three with the game on the line, thinking he's Clay Thompson, like he's not a 30% three-point <laughs> oh shooter. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, yeah, that, that's fair. But, I mean, Jimmy's been getting you 30 every night that he's healthy. He had 47 Man. in game six. He had 35 last night. Plus. It was, a, it was an efficient 35, too. Like, you can't give him some slack. Give him some slack. Come on. You know Jimmy what? Butler's doing everything he could, you know. Um, and I don't think people are giving Boston as much credit as, like, they should. Boston's defense is, like, really, like, significantly. One of the better we've seen, like, better. in a like, long time. Yeah. Like, these guys are really stepping up. Um. Guys like, you know, shout out uh, Al Horford making his first finals appearance. Uh, you know, guys like that who are just stepping in. And and you see guys kind of have their roles. And um, you'll see it too as well. Like, Boston is a team where if the guy's hot and the guy's playing well, we're, we're not going to take him out. You've seen yeah, that in uh, a game in game six, right? And Al Horford was playing very well at home. They were like, no, keep Al Horford and we're not going to put Robert Williams in, right? Robert Williams is a a phenomenal defender, but, you know, at times he can be, you know, wishy-washy, especially with foul trouble, right? Al Horford balling. The Boston Celtics are are, are a good unit. Once, you know, they say momentum is very hard to beat. And, and, and you've seen it clearly in that, right? If you told me at the beginning of the season with everything that we had here in the East, Boston was going to come out on top, I would have told you, 
Ah, you're kind of crazy. We have a prediction episode where in that episode, I said Boston wasn't even going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I I, I thought they were going to be a bubble team and then get kicked out. Do they have a top five player on that team right now? And they're in the finals. You know they're what I top mean? Top 10, certainly. Jason Tatum's top, top 10. 10. Yeah. Jason not Tatum top is top 10. No, 10. Absolutely. Top Absolutely not. No top five player, though. You yeah. know, not 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 a... a, a it's not disrespect you know, either. Yeah, no disrespect to it's Jason no Tatum. Superstar, either. superstar Jason Tatum, right? But again, you're not... You don't have that, that Kyrie, LeBron James, Anthony Davis type of caliber, like athlete, Luka Doncic, you know. You, you're, you have a, a lot of guys who are just, you know, really good that gel together and work together marcus smart grant williams guys marcus smart's taken such a big impressive step up this year not even on the defensive end like yeah he won defensive player of the year which i still don't think he should have but that's besides the point uh he's just become such an efficient scorer at times and you know he's not like actually efficient but like he's big time efficient and there's one stat that you can't really like put a value on and that's like hitting big shots um and this is like the one sport that that actually means something like you can say in baseball like oh you're clutch and that's not really a thing because you know sometimes you're up with runners on something in basketball if you get given the ball and you're down three and you hit a three that's clutch that's just what it is and some guys got it some guys don't and marcus smart seems to be a guy who has figured it out yeah. basketball does get that little tough tough edge in that right like you see you look at the, the box score and you see somebody with like 10 points in 28 minutes but you know those 10 points could have been like you know the biggest 10 of the game like a, yeah the biggest 10 points a 10-0 run that you yeah. needed to push you guys to the to the next level so you know uh big shout out to just boston in general um i think uh a lot of people like you know golden state's like the big you know whatever everyone hates the the best you know they're always there so everyone's sick of them being their type so i think a lot of people are kind of rooting for boston in a sense um but i think it is going to be very very a very tough uh series going back and forth golden state is just just tremendously like out outstanding like they're golden state like there's not there's enough said you know what i mean it's golden state there's not too much to be said yeah Uh, so they've fully retooled too and they they look scary they're deeper than they've ever been and and these guys are now like even more seasoned you know what i mean and steph curry's not getting worse per se he's still playing at a high level he is he's still steph curry Curry. clay thompson still clay thompson he's gonna get you those points and now you have your young guys like jordan Poole, uh and uh never really young guys and andrew wiggins but these other tools that were brought in that are actually you know attributing and 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 really filling in those old roles that you've seen in the 2016 kind of era of the Golden State Warriors. So it is cool to see that they're still doing it six years, you know, seven years, and the, they've been kind of, you know, running the playoffs the last, you know, decade, decade almost. Yeah. But it's been a decade. It, it, it's good to see, you know, Steve Kerr has that legendary coaching role, so it'll be a very good good matchup, I feel like. It'll be fun, more, more, more interesting than people would think. Yeah, I think just – it's very easy to be casual and think like, well, the East was either Giannis or the Nets. And since it's not one of those guys, like the Warriors are going to roll over Boston. It's like Boston's been the best team in basketball since January. Yeah. And here they are in the finals still being the best team in basketball. It took them two game sevens. Let's, let's just keep it as much of a rack as it, as it is. Took them two game sevens against two teams who were the heat were everybody played, but they were hurt. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah. obviously the Bucks were without the their second best player. But they who cares? You can't control that. You get to the finals. Yeah. You don't feel bad about it. Yeah, it a, the, the, the Raptors won a 2020 championship, and they rightfully deserve that championship, you know? Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. KD and everybody was injured, but, We you know, do not care. Yeah, that's a championship. <laughs> that's, a, that's a chip. No, for sure. And I think this is kind of a, not a similar situation, but this is a defense-first team. They do have the, the scoring options, and I've said this from day one. You need to have a top-10 scoring option to be able to win and I think that was the Heat's problem. I think Jimmy looked like a top 10 scoring option. And I think he played like one, but I don't think he actually is. Like, I think that took way more out of him and, to, and kind of took them out of their game plan in general. Uh, just him kind of becoming ball dominant in the playoffs. But Jimmy, to me, was the best player in the playoffs this year. If, mm. if, if you're asking me. I mean, obviously, they're not still in it. And you can look at Luka. But Jimmy Butler coming in... I think had a lot of people chirping saying they're going to be first round exits as a one seed because they don't have a guy. They don't have that guy. And they took Boston to seven in the Eastern conference finals for almost their second trip to the finals in the last three years. Like Jimmy is a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a big, he's a big leader. Good leader. And again, 35, 47 the other night. He was scoring 40 like pretty consistently. I don't know. He get, he got a lot of respect for me through uh this and, series in particular. And I like I like I like that a lot for my for your player uh that kind of performed the best of the playoffs. Um when I went in my route uh was just like I went somebody that wasn't even like thought about, but like who outstandingly like performed and moments that were like needed. Like, you know, I'm talking Jalen Brunson in the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you're talking about a guy who uh, the Mavs lot had Luka Doncic hurt against that Jazz series, and everyone thought the Jazz were going to easily walk through that. And they should have, right? The Jazz did and they what the Jazz did. They should have. No Luka, <laughs> no Luka, and you see those games. Luka comes in in those series, and the Jazz win, right? Um, but again, yeah, very weird, right? Um, but again, Jalen Brunson, the stats that he put up in the playoffs were nothing but outstanding for somebody who's like a lot of people are saying who, you know what I mean? Jalen yeah. who, you know what I mean? Uh, 18 games played 21 point, 21 points per game, like four rebounds. He stepped up when he needed to. Uh, Jalen Brunson kind of gave the Mavs uh, that that kind of spark and that extra energy right uh, outside of Luka. Um, you kind of can really feel the defeat, right, when your star player goes down or your star player doesn't play, in a sense. Um, and rather than, you know, folding to that, he kind of just was like, you know what, I'm going to embrace that role as, like, being this guard and I'm going to go do my thing, um, which was very fun to see. Uh, he also did it in, in uh, the, uh, the Golden State series, too, as well. He played well. Uh, he didn't. He, he, he was a good supporting role. Again, uh, when you have that superstar like Luka, you know, uh, and he's playing – Getting those looks and everything is, is going to definitely dwindle down, right? Yeah. Luca's going to grab the ball more. He's going to kind of facilitate and do his thing. Um, but for as far as uh, somebody who performed in the playoffs, I think he he earned my uh, he earned my best player of the playoffs because you know again he he stepped up in big 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 dire need. Yeah, and you know it's crazy. Part of it is that he's trying to get that that pay, right? He's trying to get yeah. that check. I'm pretty sure he's a free agent after this year, so he's gonna get paid and this postseason kind of proved that i mean man like to be able to survive 
against Utah and you know, Utah is, is Utah. Like we know they're, they're frauds every year, but they're still a good team and they have been for the last five, six, seven years. Mm. And they won two games without a top five player. We mentioned top five players earlier. Luca's a top yeah. five player in the league. And yeah. They survived. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals, and Brunson was probably the second biggest part of that. Yeah, yeah, and and to stay on that kind of series between the Jazz and the Mavericks. Oh, now we go into the worst player of the series, uh, uh, the worst player in the playoffs, and and I I'm for I love Donovan, man. I really do. He's such a great guy, but. Donovan Mitchell, man, we cannot do the things that we did in the playoffs and, and be successful. See, I know we had a lot of conversation um, about like kind of the role he plays. And I can't agree more in the fact when I think it was Darno who said Dar- Donovan Mitchell is not a number one. He can- he's not your, your, your star. He's not your face in your organization. He's a two, unfortunately. We've seen it. I, I just don't think that he can't, he can lead a team and win it right what it, he has rudy gobert around him he has pieces you know the the jazz are not a a, a bad team at all right on paper i guess you could say <laughs> yeah um but again when you coming in in the playoffs and in these dallas series and and in dire games shooting 17 times in a game as your star your number one you know what I'm saying? You got to have more output. You got to have that dog. You got to have that want. That dog, you I, know. I, I don't know. I just, I just really felt like we lacked that in the playoffs this year with Donovan Mitchell, which sucks. Sucks well, so much. There's a lot of issues with Donovan, right? And, and he's a really talented guy. He's insanely athletic, and he can create his own shot, and it's awesome. But he's, ne- he's not a high-percentage shooter. He's just not very efficient, right? Yeah. And he is – so incredibly turnover prone for a guy who doesn't produce a lot of offense in terms of like facilitating. He gets his his assists per game. He, I think he averages like five or six, but his facilitation is not particularly good at all. And yeah. so to be having the amount of turnovers that you do for the little that you're facilitating, and then you're being inefficient as well, which you know a bad shot's as good of a, as a turnover. I agree. I, I mean, I don't think he was the just, worst player in the playoffs this year, but I think when you played Luca without Luca and you're not winning those games at home because you're shooting 35%, that, that's an issue. And you're the guy that, who's supposed to do it, that's an issue. You're the face. You're 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 the you're the the guy of the organization. You're the head like you're you're the face of that organization, right? So, uh I like you just it's, it's it's unacceptable it's unacceptable can't i can't can't have it yeah yeah no i i i'm i'm there with you uh, i would like to say rudy gobert was my worst player of the playoffs but i'm not gonna do that to him because rudy gobert is just being a petty king and uh <laughs> deciding to not want to actively play with um with donovan mitchell so yeah 2020 gonna, really messed them up man yeah, they, they, no, i feel like that that relationship is well i mean that's what happens same. when you start covid yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Rudy Gobert actually like oh shit was the initial yeah, like funny. Yeah, uh, so by the guy I'm gonna give the worst player of the playoffs to is somebody who I don't think deserves it. All in all, I think they've been great for their whole career and they've only been getting better. But the Miami Heat absolutely put the clamps bricks, put them in a bag and throw them in the water. Trey Young 
was yeah. horrific. Horrific. <coughs> and I have never, in my memory, I'm sure it's happened. In fact, I know it's happened. I just can't think of who. Seen a superstar. Because Trey Young's a superstar at this point, right? He yeah. is like top 10. that type of guy. I don't know about top 10, but he's like that guy. Yeah. He's, 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 he's going to be an all-star for years to come. Yeah. He's great, right? What did he shoot? 18%. From three in this postseason. 18% from three, 32% overall from the field with only 15 points a game. It was one series. They got body bagged in this series. Yeah. But that's five games, and you shot 18% from three over five games. Unacceptable. And you're a known three point shooter. You that's are your a thing. Known... You're a logo. You're a logo pull. You're a logo guy. You think of logo guys. There's three Steph, Dame, Trey. Yeah, 18%. Like, it, I, I, and that's the thing about this game, right? Um, the, the, game. the beautiful thing about this game is that as quick as, like, these superstars kind of get crazy, like, remember when pulling up from the logo was, like, jaw-dropping Because it is. It's hard. Yeah. There's a reason so there's crazy, only three guys right? that come to mind. There's only three guys that can do it. And, and now you see – Teams are coming up with ways to trying to stop that. Oh, Steph Curry's coming across the line. You better get you better get right up on him as soon as he steps across the half court, right? Guys are trying to figure out the ways. We've seen it this year. And your boy Julius Randle last year had a yeah. phenomenal season. And this year, teams made the adjustments. Teams it's figured hard. them out, right? Hard, Again, this game is hard, right? Trey Young has, was a, is a superstar. You know, he is a superstar. Arguably top 10, top 15 player in the league, right? You can argue... Um, that he's kind of, you know, brought a new generation of, like, basketball. And, like, I guess in a sense, like, a lot of kids are looking up to him and didn't have that style. He's not particularly the biggest guard. You know, he, he kind of has his own little style of the way he gets things done. And um, it was very successful the first couple of seasons. Very successful, very hard to pick up on. But as time goes on, you know, teams are going to figure out how to stuff those shots. Teams are going to figure out where your weakness is. You know, there's always chinks in the armor. So, um, again, we're starting to just see the the maybe, you know, he is a superstar, but now teams are also getting advanced. You know, the, the game of basketball just keeps elevating and, and leveling up. So, again, him being in Atlanta doesn't, you know, is, is, is tough. Doesn't have the best supporting crew, right? Um, but, like you said, Shooting below twenty percent for yeah, and that's your <laughs> mo is tough. That's tough. That's that's absurd. That's bad. In fact, it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> someone yeah, no, said it was really bad. I, yeah, uh, I well, I mean, you know, all credits him. Hopefully, he you know figures it out. I, I have do no like doubt Trae that Young. he will. No doubt. I like Trey Young. He's like you know he, but, he's a good he's a listen, dog. Man, we got to give the worst of the playoffs to somebody, and it yeah, sure sure isn't going to Jason Tatum or Steph Curry. I'll tell you what. That's fair. That's super so, fair. And hey, hey, Trey, if you're watching this, man, we're rooting for you, man. We're rooting for you, brother. For, I'm not. Go Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. There's no. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind. mind. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here for the hit on that. But yeah. <laughs> so now we got our final matchup coming up: Celtics Warriors. Who do you have? How many games? Oh man, my mind's telling me Boston. But my, you know my what I'm body. saying? I, my body. My body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Tell just, I really do think that, like, you know, it's it's so cliche to say, like, well, Warriors, right? But come on, dude, they, they're, they're so good. Like, they're so good. And 
Um, I really just think that, you know, Boston does go through foul trouble a lot. And I think the Warriors are just so complete, you know, um, they're, they're not lacking really in any aspect. I do. So unfortunately I do have the Warriors and I do think Boston's going to take two at the crib. Uh, I think they'll take six. I think they'll take, uh, I think they'll snag one in, in, in golden state. And I think that they'll take, they'll take one at in Boston. So I, I don't, they'll take one at the crib and then one in golden state. Um, but I do see Golden State winning it in uh, a six-game series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this series is weird for me because Golden State, I think, is the best team. Like, the better of the teams, right? But at, when they aren't good, they're horrible, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we've bad. seen them get blown out a couple of times this postseason. I think that's going to happen twice. <laughs> Yeah, but the other games that are close are going to be on them. So I, I am actually going to take the Warriors in six. Also, I don't think they. I think this series goes chalk for the home teams until mm. game six. Yeah, I. So I see. I think the biggest thing for Boston is going to be um, if everybody can still you know maintain, but if you know Jalen Brown does not perform this way. Because, again, right, Jalen Brown, we've seen him make the clutchest threes in traffic off of a nasty dribble and then come into game six and brick two free throws back-to-back. And let me tell you something, not to get into sports betting, but let me tell you, I was raging. I was raging. raging. $24 million. I can make free throws, man. I can make free throws, but, you know... Again, that just is a, is a test to it, though. You know, Jalen Jalen Brown, he has to figure it out, right? We can't come one game, you know, shooting twenty for twenty, you know, splashing everything in traffic, and then go two for thirty the next game and missing free throws. You know, he hasn't been that particularly the greatest free throw shooter, right? You know, shoots probably above like a buck set or above seventy five percent, maybe around there, uh, maybe you know, in the mid to high seventies. But again. Um, you have Jalen Brown. You have those pieces that are going to play defense. You have those pieces that are going to get you buckets and, and dire need. And Jalen Brown has to be that guy that's going to give you those clutch buckets when they need it. Um, if the Boston Celtics want to go as far as they think they can go and, you know, snag a ring. So it'll be interesting if Jalen, if Jalen Brown can really be consistent and, and put up a good, good numbers and, and the whole Celtics team stays out of foul trouble through the series. Cause uh, you know, Golden State that has more depth than them, and Boston's not too depthful. Um, that they'll, they'll they'll have some success. They'll have some yeah. success. And on the opposite end for Golden State, if Clay continues to play as well as he has in this playoffs, I think he's averaging about nineteen a game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If he does that, that's really hard to like counter because this team then has four guys who can put twenty on you, and if there's eighty points. And you get fifteen more from like random guy, three guys on the bench with Dre, Looney, and whoever else, right? That's yeah, a tough it's gonna team be to tough. Beat. That's a very tough, tough team, team to beat. Um, yeah, I don't see how like Boston can certainly win this. I think this is one of the better finals we've had in a while. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to watch it. You know, I I want to see how Boston's gonna come out. You know, they're. Their defense is against slightly underrated, you know. So uh, I think it'll be a lot closer than what people think. People think Golden State's just gonna come out there and wipe the water. 
It's uh, not going to be me, that way. It's not going to be look that way. Look me to be taking Boston plus the points, maybe. A lot. Underdog till I die. Uh-huh. Okay. I like um, it. Yeah. So I'm here for that. I'm absolutely here for that. And uh, not not to switch gears too much, but there was an incident in the MOB last week that uh, we did post about. And I this is uh, a former Ray, mind you. Former Ray is uh, a legend. Tommy Pham. And Jock Peterson had had a little bit of fantasy beef. And this is important because there will be similar beef with the Spectators Fantasy League coming up this year. I fully anticipate Nico and myself having issue with each other um, at some point during this season coming up. But, yeah, you want to break down real quick what happened with, with this man? Uh yeah, long long story short, Tommy Sam is is not the guy to play with. Better play with his money, I guess, right? Um yeah, so I uh the 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 now Reds uh outfielders Tommy Sam and I believe Jock Peterson and a couple other guys were in a group chat or in a fantasy league. Uh, I don't know exactly what the exact price was, but I think it was a sum of like a couple, it was a lot of, like it was a lot of money, like a lot, a lot they of money, a lot. like thousands, they a lot of money, yeah, they thousands. Money. We're talking to like you know twenty to thirty thousands, you know, something like that around that area, right? So, um, I guess there was a whole lot of you know, you know, heated emotion. I guess when guys lose in fantasy, you know, you're gonna be a little bitter and salty, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess uh, what ended up happening was um, in that group chat, Jock Peterson. And there's an interview, which was very funny. We were talking about it yesterday. It was just so nonchalantly. Um, in the interview, uh, they sent a, uh, Jock Peterson sent a, a little meme or a gif uh, just making fun of the Padres at the time because they were playing pretty bad. And, you know, the, the Padres were, uh, on paper, a really good team. And so he sent a gif in the chat. And Tommy Pham is, is somebody who's like, Jock, I don't even know you like that, bro, so don't play with me, man. And, and he meant when it's on site, it's on site. So, uh you know, the one year one later, five, one, <laughs> one year later, when he said it was on site, what did the five fingers say to the face? You know, he said. Um, and, <laughs> and, and so, you know, uh, if you if you look at some like the way Tommy Pham carries himself in his interviews. Right. I don't know if you guys saw he had an interview after um, when he was with the Rays and they won the uh, they were going to the headed to the World Series. He said he gave like the most like like honestly the cool like one of the more cooler and inspiring interviews. But, like, a lot of people seen it as, like, oh, damn, like, he's that type of guy. When he was asked, he was, like, is there anyone you want to thank? And he was, like, like, you know, there's so – he was, like, there's so many people I want to thank, but I want to thank myself. Like, you know, I – and, like, in a sense of what he was saying is, like, true. Like, yeah, you you did put that grind to yourself, and absolutely you deserve to, like, thank yourself. So I kind of – and and a lot of times you see, like, Tommy Pham doesn't, like, smile much, like, in games. I don't think he has a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like I think he's he has a lot of fun. Business. I think like, he's trying to make scary. some money. Yeah, scary. like he's just trying to make money. And like I've seen maybe like three pictures of him smiling. Um, and so like Tommy Pham is literally that guy who's you don't want to mess with. And I think, you know, s- s- some people just, you know, are, are cut from different cloths and don't know. Maybe in my opinion, I think he did he overreact. Hell yeah. You're mad about some money and now you get fined and suspended. $111,000 and suspended. He got fined. So you're suspended for a lot more. For a slap, brother. Less slap. Like, go fight him if you're going to do that. Also, like, if you do this, like, off a field, right? If you, like, call up Jock, you'll be like, hey, man, I got a problem. Let's go meet somewhere and, like, talk about it. And not on, like, a field before a game. Probably don't get suspended. Maybe. Maybe don't. I don't know. But. 
Just keep it, and maybe it doesn't, you know, because again, it becomes a personal thing, and then it's like you know, behind closed doors. Yeah. But you do it in a in a, in a facility, in, in a major league facility, pregame, like weird brother. You're just asking for problems. So like again, big overreaction in my opinion. Um, what Very are some funny. lessons learned? Very what are some lessons learned? Tommy Fam is is that guy. He's that guy, pal. Trust me, he's that guy. He, Although a slap. All right, slap. is there something to be said though that he only slapped him? Like he didn't try and like. Is that a courtesy thing? He's like, I'm gonna slap you so you know that I felt this, but I'm not gonna try and hurt yeah. you. Yeah, right? like maybe. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Because then Why if would... I hurt you, now I'm messing yeah. with your money, and now it's you know. Yeah, like you know, it's more of just like a yo, like hey, you know what I'm saying? But he did it in a more disrespectful manner. Uh, he, he he said in the interview, like no holding back. He's like, yeah, he said some shit I don't like. I had to address it or something like that, you know. Yeah, and like he's just straightforward. Yeah. yeah, like he's like he's like I had to address it, so he. Okay, he addressed it. You know what I mean? I guess everyone has their ways of addressing things. You know, uh, I I definitely don't have any problem with Tommy Fam. Uh, don't want no problems with Tommy Fam. No, don't want to play so... no fantasy with Tommy Fam. <laughs> I saw a very um, funny uh, uh, meme on Twitter, and it was it was the famous uh, Office reference, and it's just like, how are these two pictures different? And then Pam goes, <laughs> they're the same picture, and it was a picture of Tommy Fam and a picture of Cottonelle Ultra Soft. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Brownley, that's so stupid. But, <laughs> man, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I feel bad for Jock, man. I, yeah, you know. Well, whatever. and Jock was funny too because, like, that week he just happened to take off. He had like four home runs in two in two days yeah. that week, and he yeah. was popping off. Jock's been fantastic this year too. What a good yeah. pickup for the Giants. I think only eleven million, and he's just like getting interviewed after the game, just telling the complete honest truth every time. And so the second interview the next day, he's like, yeah, I sent this gif and it just like shows the camera. the gif. It's crazy because it happened like a year ago. It just sucks. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, like oh, you weren't ready for it, but yeah, Jock Peterson is so nonchalant about it. Like he's like, Oh yeah, it, it just sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just a weird situation. You don't really condone violence, but you know, kind of funny. It was a little comical in a sense. We you know when the, breaking news kind of came out on well, like, it was the just app like, and stuff. What is happening? <laughs> like what? Yeah, this is so Why? ridiculous. Yeah, seriously. But and, um yeah, and I mean, know. you know, that that's about that. Uh there's a lot of MLB stuff going on right now. We're about a quarter of the way through the through the year. Uh the Rays and the Yankees finally met for the first time. We split. Yeah. Fully expected that. Rays are pretty injured on the pitcher end. Yankees are very hurt on the hitter end. Guess what? Rays couldn't hit because that's not what they do. The Yankees couldn't hit because they were hurt. Yeah, Ray, it was you know, pretty boring I'll series, say, truly. There was it was the series was was uh yeah pretty boring to say the least, right? Rays won won a game with two hits. They scored four <laughs> so, and had two hits. Yeah, we won the game. We won that four two with two hits. Uh, so, um, you know, it kind of attests we're injury we're injured heavily. Yeah, you know, just, are, are we have no is. pitching? Um. It sucks to uh, some of our guys who we kind of brought in. Corey Kluber not performing the best way he should be. Well, he had a good game. Um, he he had a good game, but if you look at his, his season, his season hasn't been he has, hasn't been great. So, again, we need more consistency. We've seen it last year in Michael Waka, right? He would come and perform Same great guy, against yeah. the Yankees. And then, you know, every other game he's going to do his thing. But then now we trade him away, and he, he's pitching like a stud for Boston. Um, but – Speaking of Boston, which you know, I know we hate them, but they're they're hot right now. They're hey, they're doing their thing. Yeah, they have the best OPS in baseball over the last thirty days, and it's mm-hmm. by like a pretty wide margin. And all of that to still be ten game back, 
10 games back yeah. and a couple games under 500. Uh, it just yeah. shows you what deep of a hole you put yourself into. And it's one of those things where you can say, oh, it's only May or it's not about to be May anymore. But like it's only May, it's only April. But these games matter because if you start to play well and if this is Boston's run, which it very well might be, and then they play pretty par for the course for the rest of the year, there's 10 games back. Like being yeah. 10 games back in the end of May when you're playing really good is really tough. It's yeah. tough. And that, and that just know, shows you that AL East is no joke. Is no joke. They're battling for for third right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're 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 way behind and and that just shows you um like the AL East is the easiest stacked division in baseball. Right. Um, we've seen it multiple times in multiple years in the past few years. In 20 in 2018, the Rays had 90 wins and didn't make the playoffs. You know, the we Blue had Jays two had teams wins didn't make it last year. We had we had. Yeah, exactly. We have teams with multiple teams with 100 wins. You know, we've seen it in, in the NL in the NL West with San Francisco and L.A. Right. But that's, you know, kind of common. Those are two really good organizations. And, and, and then again, the AL East doesn't get as much credit because. We we're playing each other more a lot than than it is than that we usually see, right? We're always worried about these Yankee series and the Rays and Red Sox series, and and we're not you know attesting to these extra games that are added on to our schedule. You know, when we're losing series to the White Sox or going to travel into Houston and losing these series because we're so focused on you know the AL East because it's so stacked in there, it makes it tough in the playoffs. That's why uh, you know it's it's tough. Uh, the Rays don't get. You know, not to not to you know give them a little back burner on there, but we're 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 so we're trying to get out of the AL East. We don't even know about what's going on on the other side of the world. You yeah, know, it's, we're, yeah, it's hard. And, and it's I mean, so hard. And I mean, it's similar in the NL West to an extent. I I know they they're a little bit less top or bottom heavy. Uh, I actually am very impressed with the Orioles this year. Yeah. They're not good, but their offense is like decent. They're like a middling offense, and if you're somewhere in the middle of the league in offense, like you're gonna win some games you shouldn't. You're gonna steal a series or two that you shouldn't. I mean, they've beaten yeah. the Yankees in a series this year. They've beaten the Rays in a series this year. They've beaten the Red Sox in a series this year. Mm-hmm. There's something. They're, 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 not, like, they're it, not horrible. It's like that team that, like, you know, they're playing like because they literally don't have nothing. To, like they don't care. They're like let's just play and have fun. And now they're winning games, right? They're not in no dire need. They're not like every game's a pressure game. They were literally last, like dead last, right? They just called up their number one prospect. Um, and, you know, they're, they're again, a team that's been rebuilding for the last few years, um, in a sense. So I am proud, again, of, you know, their growth. Again, to attest, the AL East is, is no joke. Uh, we have teams that are good all the way through, right, in a sense. Um, a team also that uh, we haven't really been talking about um, too much yet to kind of go back on there is uh, – the nasty Astros, man, they're I mean, they've been they're, so good. They've, they've been so good. So good. Justin Verlander coming back this year has been. He's had one but bad outing this year, and it was this weekend. Yeah. Outside of yeah. this outing, I think he let up three runs total before this outing. Like what? It's phenomenal. Phenomenal numbers. You know, from After your veteran injury, guy. Everybody said he wasn't going to come back. Mm-hmm. If you knew who Justin Verlander was, you knew he was going to be good again. Mm-hmm. You just knew. And it's just like you know, no ring rust, no 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 field rust. Just right back, picked up right where you left off. And, you know, guys too like Lance McCullers Jr., uh, Framber Valdez, you know, they just have those tools again. And, and, and it's still yeah. a, a good foundation, right? You lose 
George Springer, you lose Carlos Correa, but you know your foundation is still there in the sense of Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, and those guys still kind of you know holding and carrying that torch and that light. So again, and and they're in no you know no AL East type division, right? They're probably Which best is matches good for them. They don't have to worry. Yeah. they don't have to Phenomenal. worry about those games. Yeah, their 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 biggest their biggest issues is the Angels, right? Um, you just got and swept so, by the Blue Jays, by the way. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, the 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 Astros, unfortunately, are going to be another team that I, I, I unfortunately hate to say that it's probably going to be a team we're going to see in the playoffs again very, very, very soon and yeah. probably very far in the playoffs this yeah, year. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Sucks, though. You know, sucks. we hate to see that. You hate to see that. But, I mean, yeah, it's what happens when you build a team, like, the right way and kind of keep, keep it going. Like, you have a, such a good prospect development group that you can afford to lose Correa and Springer. Uh, McCullers hasn't pitched this year yet. Like, and they're just chugging along. Mm-hmm. Chugging and, along. And, and to jump into the uh, NL side, uh, uh, the Mets, man, I, I want to tell you something. This is, you know, you can mark this down May 30th, 2.01 PM. It just turned. Uh, Mets are going to the world series this year. I'm, I, I said it, man. You guys want to say Mets are going to met. Listen, the Mets are going to met their way to the series this year. They're they're going to get there. They're the most complete team, in my opinion. Um, I think these guys are having fun when you're led by young guys. Pete, uh, was, uh, Pete Rose, oh my gosh, Pete Alonzo, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking all the sports betting and stuff got me thinking, man. Pete Alonzo, uh, your staff, and Marcus, Stro- Marcus, uh, sorry, Marcus Stroman, I'm sorry. Gosh, we're going crazy right now. Oh, he's gone. You have though. a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Sorry, you have a, a really good staff, and and Jacob Degrom, your guys, your guys are going to come in and play and play their part. Francisco Lindor's he's being been again, not, he's been he's going to so be long. that leader that you guys need. Your center fielders, um, and 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 they have depth too, and in the sense of like they can move guys around and still be successful. Um, the Mets and the NL and the NL East too are are not in again a crazy division. They're not like the NL West, which is probably the best National League division there is out there. Um, you have teams, you know, the Braves are going to be, you know, their biggest kind of, you know, deal. Um, Phillies maybe not. I don't see really Philly kind of doing uh, too much this year. They have pieces, but they're lacking again uh, pitching. Um, their hitters are not very. Their hitters are hitters when they want to be. In a sense. They just can't defend is the problem. They mash the ball, but they give up as many runs because they can't catch a ball. Yes, and and the Marlins are like the youngest team in baseball. Like they're gonna be at really this point in the year or two. They will be, but not this year. Again, the Mets are just very complete, and they're on a streak right now. They, they're they playing just, they very need, well. They just need the Grom to come back because mm-hmm. I, I, the Grom pitching is like seeing a shooting star at this point. And and no then, ring rust with him either when he was playing and playing yeah, throwing. But we, need, but we need him to play. And then uh, Scher- need Scherzer needs to come back too. I know he's out for what? Yeah. Seven more weeks or something like that. So if they can yeah. kind of survive the next two months without Scherzer and the Grom, they'll be okay. Chris ba- Chris Bassett has been playing well again. You have guys that that'll that'll carry that torch. Yeah. Um. Your your bullpen their bullpen is very underrated too as well. Um. With some veterans and young guys too. Some very healthy healthy arms. Um, so it'll be interesting to, to, you know, see a New York, New York type of world series. Cause you know, the Yankees are the best team in baseball. And I, I, I just want to kill myself saying that right now as a race <laughs> fan, but they're the best team in baseball right now. And it's, it sucks. 
But <laughs> the Yankees are mashing, dude. They're yeah. man, they're scary. Like always, every year. I look at that lineup when I'm watching this game, and I'm like, as a as a personal, as a pitcher myself, you know, I played college baseball. Yeah. If I ever had to see that lineup, I as a pitcher, I'm scared. Like I'm like, oh no. Gosh, I do not want to throw to these guys at all. And they're hitting up at the right time, too. Well, and with the way that Judge is playing this year, I think Ugh. he's at 19 home runs now, 18 and 19 Dude, he's runs. a machine. It's, it's literally this is what you Memorial Day today, for. and he's absolutely been killing it. So it's it's nice to see him healthy. It's always been the issue with him. Just can he stay healthy? Can Giancarlo stay healthy? Both have been for the most part this year. Giancarlo is like an ankle thing right now, but he'll be fine. And they've been fantastic. So, defensively too, you know, getting it done both sides. Um, you've uh, Gleyber Torres now hitting well too, hitting yeah, more, uh, yeah, getting Gleyber's more pop. Well. He's been playing very well. Uh, yeah, and dude, your guys' bullpen is, you know, kind of been your worst part, and still like it's not like the worst bullpen in the league, right? You're it, that's probably when they're your, healthy, they're great. Yeah, when they're healthy, they're phenomenal, and. Like as of recent, your bullpen's probably been your issue. You know, you know, your starting pitchers give you such great, great innings. Jameson Talion, um, just going what eight innings against the Rays, just phenomenal to hit baseball. Like, come on, you can't ask for too much. Again, you're you're gonna win a lot of games when your pitchers, your starting pitchers can give you depth like that. You know, and you don't need to go to the bullpen as much. And your hitters, your your offense is giving you runs. You're gonna you're going to win a lot of games and see a lot of success. That's the thing with baseball. And that's always the toughest thing that baseball has compared to other sports is the longevity in the season. No sport plays as many games as baseball. Like you're not seeing any sport playing that basketball is probably the closest of like the main sports, right? Maybe no, not no, but basketball plays more than hockey. I think too, right? They're about the same, about the same, right? About the same. Like, uh, you know, baseball's, just so many games and long games (laughs) it's double like it's literally double and so that's the thing you see with baseball it's a the thing you see with 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 the seasons is you know you're not like football where you can go perfect season and win it's literally impossible for baseball you you're you're lucky if you can go a season you can go a a season without being hurt one week without losing a game yeah, like if that. Yeah, yeah, your goal is the goal for baseball during the regular season is to keep your guys healthy for the postseason, right? As a player, if you can stay, if you can be healthy and not go on the IL for the whole season, that's a win. That's a, a win. phenomenal season, right? You see guys playing on 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 injuries that we know we don't know of, and you they have to come and perform. It's just because of the 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 intensity of the schedule. So. Again, uh, the the injuries are, are always going to be something talking about with baseball. Um, but when teams are healthy, man, those, those Yanks, man, they're looking pretty scary. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, the New York, New York teams. I think this is the first time they said it in the broadcast the other day. This is the first time since 88 that both New York teams are first in their division at Memorial Day. And it's like, really? But yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It's, they both had some good times yeah. since then. Just not at the same time. Not at the same time. Yeah. But we're gonna wrap it up right there. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, NBA finals start this week. The NHL playoffs are still going on as well. The Rangers are taking on the Hurricanes for Game Seven tonight, and yep. the Lightning played a winner of that for the Eastern Conference Finals. The Western starts tomorrow. I think it's uh, the Avalanche and the Oilers. So that's kind of cool. Connor McDavid's in this. Mm-hmm. Very sick. So we'll be watching that. We'll keep you guys posted on all the updates for the NHL and for the NBA. Make sure you stay tuned next Monday for another episode and follow us at 
spectators, media. See you guys next week. Peace. Later.